Yo, welcome to the D&D, the Drink and Drown podcast. I am one of two hosts, Tim and Nicholas, a.k.a. Mr. Terrible, a.k.a. TNT. And it's your boy, Evron Williams, a.k.a. Big Easy. You don't know what's going on. And this is the Unapologetic Podcast with good intentions. Make sure to hit us up on our socials, which will be located below. So, Evron. Yes, sir. How is your week? Or how was your week, I should say, because it's Sunday. Well, this week, it was actually pretty good. Like, nothing out of the norm happened, per se, but the weather was actually on some some positive vibes this week. You know, we had highs of in excess of 15 degrees, you know, in March, you know. But next week, you're going to get colder again. Like, you're not going to get, like, winter, winter cold, but you can mm. go down to, like, like, single digits, like, five and eight and stuff. But honestly, I'm not complaining because I got to go for walks this week, multiple walks. I was mm. outside, bro. I was driving my sunroof open. <laughs> it was uncalled for because I was still kind of chilly. You know, my ears kind of freeze up, but still, just the fresh air alone, the, the, the longing I had for that, it was worth it, boss. That's why I say anytime it gets positive numbers here in places like Winnipeg and stuff, t shirt weather because we don't know how to act. <laughs> yeah, uh, bro, what about you, man? Um, my week wasn't all that. Uh, I went to this trampoline place that my boss works at. Well, kind of owns. Um, oh, Sky Zone. Mm, and I went to go check out the trampoline, the super tramp that I was supposed to build because they had some missing information mm-hmm. and they just didn't know where it was. So I said, all right, well, let's go and check out the other trampoline so I can get some measurements from that one so I can use on the one that I'm building. Mm, so we went really? there, we went on the floors and everything, look at the trampoline, because how it's set up is they they dig out the foundation to lay the base of the trampoline. So the trampoline itself is just level with the floor. So instead of coming down, mm. like coming in the building and you see like trampolines, you have to take a ladder to go on the trampoline. The floors is is, is dropped low. So okay, so you're on the, the level that you're always on. Is also is the, the, trampoline. The, the, the trampoline, and you step off the floor and you're onto the until uh, yeah. Up. So I went, got some measurements, got a, a good layout or idea of how things should look. Then I came mm. back and I just went to work. I had to do trigonometry and stuff to find out missing angles. <laughs> and I was just like, bro, I did this trade to run away from most of this maths problem. Like I knew at some point I would have to rely on the math skills, but in my mm. head, I'm just like, when the time comes, I'll just brush up on it. I didn't come back to it, but this one caught me off guard. So I was like, oh my goodness, I had to jump on Google real quick. I'm just like, how the formula go again? I was like, oh yes, this is the formula, you know, to the to second power and all kind of shit. So I was like, that's nice. But that's basically it. Um, I Did it come back easy or were you struggling with that? No, no. Um, after I cut, um, I got shit back. I came back and I cut my materials and stuff. Um, the only thing that was giving me a problem was the old drill press that they had because uh, no matter yes <laughs> <laughs> no matter how precise i have the the um the, the little markers to mm. drill the hole the drill bit wobbles ah so it'll so kinda... just circle the spot yeah yeah until you actually hit something solid and then start going so, so it's, it's tricky yeah so, so you can like kind of accidentally make two holes in one or like a hole wider than you needed to. Yeah, some shit. So I had to figure out a way to to kind of make sure it's consistent. Like even if it's bad, make sure it's consistently bad. 
You just have to put your finger and then let it go through your finger. And then while it's in your finger, you hold it. Just hold it while it's spinning. You know, like, ah. And then you just put it through the metal. And then easy. Easy fix. Head MacBook. Yeah. So what I did was, after I made the first one, I tack it to the rest pieces and then um, put it back through the hole I started. Mm-hmm. And then continue the rest. So I did oh, like use that. it as a guide. Yeah. Yeah, see? See, it's more smart, dude. <laughs> Also, one thing Timon forgot to mention about his week is that yesterday was his birthday, ladies and gentlemen. Timon is now 26 years of age. Yesterday was the day that that happened. And Timon is not a, celeb- a guy that likes to celebrate and stuff. So I'm honestly sure that he didn't even remember that yesterday was his birthday just now. <laughs> I was expecting that. <laughs> so, man, happy birthday on behalf of um, myself and the family. As well as all the podcast listeners, because I know they would hear that information and be quick to jump to say that to you. So big up yourself. Uh, thanks. thanks. Right. So how does it feel though? Like, um, like 26, like shit. Well, uh, it feels like I'm 30 for that's some next, reason. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's tomorrow. Um <laughs> I don't know. It's like I feel like no, I'm running out the time for for whatever. Like I don't know what it is, what I need to do, but I feel like I don't have enough time. Is that a you thing or is that a society thing that makes you I think that? I think it's a me thing. Oh. I feel like, shit, maybe I should have been born 10 years from now. Then I probably might have enough time to do things. But 10 years from, like, to start. Yeah, like, I wish I was born 10 years from now. <laughs> and then maybe I'd have enough time to do things that I want in life. But I can't look at it that way because that's just weird. Yeah, it's like, well, it's just a thought that goes nowhere. So mm, yeah. yeah. Plus, a lot of people usually accomplish a lot now. Like in 10 years. So 10 years from mm. now, I could be doing way better than where I'm at right now. Yeah, for sure. But I always say nothing, like, you know, makes sense. Like people be looking at time like, oh my God, I need to just by this age or this age. And I'm like, yeah, I get the drive for you. And I, it's, I don't, you should be pushing for whatever, right? It's good to have a time limit and all that stuff. But I don't like when people beat themselves up over not being able to accomplish that time. Oh yeah, for sure. You I know? get it. Because <laughs> life don't care about that schedule you set up. Life no, will say, sure. oh, you have somewhere to be? Guess what? I'm yeah. sending a train that is a kilometer long, and I'm going to make it stop right in front of the track. And the track <laughs> is the one place you can't go anywhere else to get to work but that one track. That one road, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's life in a nutshell. So, like, you can't beat yourself up. But, I mean, if it's if it's a sa- if for the sake of measuring progress and, you know, keeping yourself accountable, I rate it. I see Nah, because, like, I have big plans and big dreams that, like, things that I want to have, achieve, and to reach, but I'm not shackled or a slave to that kind of dream or mentality. Like, I could always change in a whim because mm. it's just, it could be my mood. But easy to I'm adapt. just, yeah, yeah, I'm easy to adapt. So I'm just, I'm, I'm staying true to what I feel, but I'm not putting a schedule on it or a time frame on mm. it at all. Because then, no, I'm going to have to be rushing to meet it, and do all these things. Mm. And if there's a simple delay, you yeah. mess up everything. Because now everything gets pushed back and you don't know all the way. That, so I don't want to be stressing like that. So I just have my plans. And in my head, I'm just like, whatever I want, I already have it. So I just have to wait until it comes into my hand. I think for people that like when you stress about them on deadlines and stuff is you're so focused on the deadline that it's like, Instead of focusing on what you should be doing to meet the deadline, you're focusing on the deadline itself and you'll overlook after that I was supposed to read. Or I 
I built my house with no foundation. I did this, I did that. And mm. at the end of it, it's like it, the whole deadline thing threw you off. So I'm like, yo, just focus on what you're doing. You know, focus on your motivation, focus on making sure the steps you're taking are the ones that you should be taking, you know, stuff like that. And don't worry about the time because if you're t- taking the steps the way you should be taking it, everything will come in. So it's only going to be check. But so, uh, it's good to have that view, that perspective, and that uh, attitude towards the show. Yeah, for sure. So, everyone, since I am mm. a 26-year-old bachelor, right? <laughs> Share some wisdom. Share some wisdom. Because, like, I've been in a lot of, I don't want to call them, like, stable relationships, but I've, I've met a few people along the way, mm-hmm. right? And I know what it is that I want. And I'm, I'm always with myself in this, um, what can I say? It's like, I can't give you a hundred percent if I'm not there yet. I have, okay. I have some things I want to reach before I take on a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. And one of the few things were, um, have a stable income and privacy for myself. So a place to stay that, that I can call my own. Okay. And at that point, I'll be able to be like, all right, boom. I can take on like a serious relationship, right? But I'm mm. not all for that. Like I'm not tied to that I um idea because I'm also willing to grow and struggle with somebody. Okay, until you and, get to that point. Until I get to that point. But if I have to pick between the two choices, I would like it to be the the latter, whereas I have shit together and then you know I can mm. invite somebody else and whatever, whatever, whatever. So I feel you. Honestly, it was like the same. Like, okay, so in other words, you're not necessarily in no rush for no relationship, but if it happens, it happens. It happens, yeah. Yeah. See, I was that's exactly me, or, or was exactly me. Because the way I see it is, you know, there's no point in rushing to... And, and I think that goes back to the whole time thing, because, and it's a thing that women do a lot, I guess, you know, because women have a body clock, right? Mm-hmm. So they want to accomplish certain things by a certain age, especially when it comes to like a relationship, meeting someone, having kids, setting up, having a family, all that stuff. And whereas for me, it was like, man, it is what it is. If I meet you, I don't, you know. So I never experienced or ha- I don't have any experience being on that type of mindset where I was like, damn, I really need a girl type of thing. So I, I can't really give advice on that aspect. But basically for me, life just played the cards and I... You know, I dealt the cards and I played them. Right? When I, yeah, when I first came over to Winnipeg, I'm like, here's is is generally like most people are white. Like this is like majority of the population here is white. So I already thought to myself, well, I'm going to a, a public university. I work with basically our white people. I don't really come to contact black people. I'm probably going to end up with a white girl. Is that a problem? <laughs> Not really, because yeah. I don't care about your race. I care about who you are, your personality, how open you are as an individual, because anybody can be or learn anything, right? It, it doesn't, not because I'm born into this culture means I'm unable to adopt to another one and vice versa, right? So I never thought those things were major issues or anything. Um, so hold that I had my eyes open for any, you know, any, any perspective, but I wasn't necessarily actively hunting. Jack. Um, Literally one day, somebody just rolled up, became friends, and that friendship led on to something else. And now I've been in a relationship for three years. Ooh. 
literally. So it was, yeah, I didn't do anything. It wasn't anything that I went and was like, yo, I need this, you know, literally that was in God's hands. God just set that up for me. I was like, ah, big boss, you don't know, you know, taps off the man and go on business, you know? And I'm literally thankful because I don't think God could have sent me a better person because literally everything I want out of relationship and out of a person is what I was provided with. From the good your babe is your best friend? Boss, that's it. It's like, and for, for me, what I wanted from a relationship is not what you see on TV and on and, mm. and social media shit because I find all that like hella shallow. And that's why all them people with all them relationship advice and all them celebrities and all them, oh, do this. Or your man must do this. Or if he ain't doing this, he ain't doing this. There was a mashup. Because there's no substance there. There's no there's no active part of you guys both coexisting in the same space as human beings. Right? As a human being, you know who you are, right? You know the things you like, you know the things you don't like, right? You know the things you're willing to accept, the things you that are unacceptable. You know, you have your standards, you know, your values, all that stuff. You also have the personal things about the, the way you see your perspective, right? I might say something to you that me and you know is it's 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 a joke, right? But somebody might hear me say that to you and say, "Oh, you're so mean. Why would you say that to him?" You know, mm. all that stuff you have to take into consideration. How this person views things, right? Because, be, like, I might think that I view something this way, and I'm gonna act in a certain way that corresponds in the way I view it, and not take into consideration that you might take this for something totally different, right? Mm. And then, and then I be mad when you get mad over a misunderstanding, you know? So all those things is stuff you have to take into consideration. So literally from day one, when I said, okay, this friendship going good, but if, if it's going to level up, I said, let me set out all the, like everything. Now. I'm like, hey, I want to be 100% transparent and I want to, I'm literally going to communicate everything I think to you because at the end of the day, it's going to be me and you, right? Mm. And nobody else besides my mother, my, my parents, you know, the people that I've, you know, I've been with up until this point in my life. After this point, once I decide to choose somebody, this new person should know me just as well, if not better than those people, right? So I'm like, all right. And there's only one way for you to do that. And it's for me to be open 100% and communicate, right? So literally... Anything that makes me mad or, um, well, that's another thing. Luckily for me, or maybe for her, not a lot of things get me upset. So I guess she, she didn't have to worry about much in that department. But anything that makes me mad, anything makes me uncomfortable, anything that annoys me, whatever, whatever, I talk up, you know, I say. And I say, tell her to do the same thing, too. So the main thing is that I want to focus on not, imp- not living to impress the other person. It's not a show. I don't, I'm not here to woo you over and do the things you like just because you like them. I'm here to do the things that I would want to do for you out of my own heart. You know, the heart that I've developed and grown with that, that is 100% me. Right. So literally the things about me, like, okay, for example, I don't always like to go out. Right. Mm-hmm. I prefer to stay home and chill. And that's one of the things that I like. Well, nine times out of no, I'm that's I'm not I'm not that bad. Maybe six <laughs> times out of ten, I might choose to stay home and just chill out rather than go out, right? Whereas 
um, partner, she might want to go out more than, than to chill at home. And I, even though I knew that, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to just bend over backwards and just step out of my comfort zone for her in that sense. And not, not in a sense to be stubborn or to whatever, whatever, but I'm still going to express it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm not going to pretend I did. I wanted to go out every single time. Some, if there was a time I didn't want to go out, I'm going to tell you, I don't really want to go out, but I'm going to go out because you want to go out and I care about what you care about, you know? And you have to make that th- that known, right? Because, you know, and it's the same principle with like, you know, people giving hints. Mm-hmm. Hints don't work. I don't see hints. I don't see hints either because <laughs> be hints, you make hints based off of how you would perceive that hint. Mm-hmm. Not based off how the other person will perceive that, unless you have to know that person to know how they're going to perceive a hint. And if they miss it, you can't be vexed because you're the one writing in code, a code you created. So I don't think that's good for, for like communication wise. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it raw. Boom. This is what it is. And it's something that if it, if I realize that sparks some, um, you know, maybe she didn't like that or whatever, then it's something we can talk about. Right. And then I'll kind of explain why I'm like that, but not necessarily do that to justify it as to why I'm, I'm not going with you today, because I just want you to understand who I am. So before you ask me or, or before, you know, you, you push a situation to me, you kind of know how I am. Right. And this is like in the early stages, early stages, not long after, because I mean, obviously by then she would know, but it's just like the first stage as I see important is to learn each other, right? Know who your partner is, know what you're working with, know the pros, know the cons, know her strengths, weaknesses, and vice versa. She should be just as interested in, in you as you are in her, right? And then my priority is to make her happy because making her happy also makes me happy in a sense. I don't know if that's everybody else, but that's me, right? When I can put a smile on somebody's face, I could be hungry. I can go sleep hungry that night. If I put a smile on your face, I feel good for the rest of that day. <laughs> so that's me. So maybe, I don't know if I'm just easy to please. Yeah, you're easy to please. But uh, my thing is, uh, you know, communication and compromise, right? Once we can talk it out, I think we're good. And even if I don't want to do something, I will compromise and say, all right, maybe this time. Because I said no, like three times in a row. And that's annoying. So I'm, I'm going to say yes the, the fourth time, you know? Yeah, you just have to. But yeah, um, for me, I always tell people that I'm, I'm picky and they don't really understand when I say I'm picky. But, and a couple of my friends find it weird too. But for me, it's more of a, I have to know who you are for me to say, all right, let me, let me, let me give you a chance. And when I say that, I mean, I have to get to know you. Because I always tell people, I don't know you or the real you. And to be honest, as much as I know my friends and family, I don't know the real them. I only know as much mm-hmm. as they let me know, right? Mm-hmm. And I sleep with that, knowing that that's the that's that's life. <laughs> I yeah. get it. And I'm okay with what I get, right? Because at the most part, they, they usually open books. So if I need to get more information, I can just ask. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what God be saying. I just ask and it shall be given. That's why when I ask for money, I'm expecting it to be given because I just need bus money. Okay, just three hours. Anyways. <laughs> I see that but, theme, boy. <laughs> three hour theme, man. But yeah, um, for me, it's it's always that I feel like people always want to, they think that they can change you mm. and, and ignore what you set for yourselves. Like I know a lot of people have like standards, right? When they're looking for somebody saying, oh, they must have this and must have that. 
but they themselves don't have those those criteria like they don't meet mm-hmm. those same criteria so i'm just like why would you want to be selfish and greedy and expect so much from someone but you can't yeah you can't even give them back that and i feel like relationships supposed to be 50-50 literally you know? yeah like you walk into that already saying all right i already know 50% of who i am going go and get pushed to the side so i can accept the 50% of who this other person is mm-hmm. you know you can't come in their head strong thinking this is what i want and this is what you're going to do because i didn't it's not somebody so nobody signed up for a job you know where you're laying out your job description this is your responsibilities blah 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 no you all are in a situation trying to learn more about each other every day so y'all can live happily in a relationship that benefits both of you to the best right and if y'all cannot come to that level then the relationship just isn't meant to be it doesn't mean that necessarily you're a shitty person why it didn't work because like everybody isn't meant for everybody that's that's the point of it as well like just because I have money just because I drive a nice car just because I, I make us I, I do this I do that that doesn't mean anything about me personally right it doesn't mean I ang- I hang I handle anger well it mm. doesn't mean I'm a good family person but all these people like you know social media and all that stuff they're looking at all the external factors you know a high what they call it a high value man and all them shits right and I get it and there's no problem in all that stuff you know building yourself up but like when it comes to relationship, you cannot look at an individual as a, a, a prospect for a relationship as a business partner. You need to look at them as another human being that you're going to accept fully for everything they come with and somebody you want to grow with. Not necessarily change, but grow. Because change, change and growth is different, you know. You want to grow those factors that are within them. You see, you see the potential for them to be better at time management right and you know they suck at that stuff that's opportunity to grow together because as the as you help them maybe you're good at it they need that extra push and then both y'all level up together in that sense you know stuff like that you know that's easy to change you know but not the deeper things like oh i see i don't i don't even have an example for the deeper thing right now (laughs) but y'all can think of something y'all have brains in your head so no but like for me I'm always telling people like I have to like I have to be friends with you first before I can go elsewhere because I'm picky and I like to know where I'm sticking my dick. Right? Mm-hmm. So and the bunch of female friends that I've had like um over the course of life, mm-hmm. I've I've run into a few of them where I got to know and I realized like the more I get to know you is the more I know we shouldn't have sex. Yeah. Or or I would rather have you than a friend. Than, As a friend, yeah, yeah, yeah than else. to mess things up later mm-hmm. on. And I've run into a bunch of them that be like, no, nah, no, nah, just take me on, man. just take me on. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I can handle my emotions and whatever, whatever, let's be friends with benefits. And mm-hmm. anytime somebody take the route of friends with benefits, I already know it's going to be messy. Mm-hmm. And even if I can keep my emotions in check, which isn't 100% all the time, mm-hmm. right? It's going to end messy. Like I remember um, not too long ago, this, this, this girl, friend of mine, we're still friends now. Um, she wanted to be friends with Benefit because in her mind, she thought that... It was a gateway? Yeah, it was a gateway. She, she'll win me over eventually. Mm-hmm. I told her, if you cross this line and we go over to be friends with Benefits, it could end up bad and I appreciate you as a friend, right? And she's like, no, 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 I can control my emotions. So I said, whatever. So, um, you know, one thing led to the other 
and she caught feelings, right? And she starts saying, like, why, why we shouldn't be together and stuff and stuff. I said, I already tell you, like, countless times what I'm trying. Together, yeah, what know? I'm... It wasn't, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to look at a relationship, but if I was supposed to take you on and take on a relationship, I just would like to have certain things in place so I can feel comfortable, so I can move on, so I can give you the attention and the things that you would want. And mm. I know I can't do that in my state of mind or physically where I'm at in life. Yeah. Right? And she just couldn't wrap her head around that. It's like... So she was still mm. trying and she was getting, and I'm not going to lie. I was catching a little feelings too. And I'm just, but I kept putting myself in check saying, that's yeah, not what yeah. this is. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah, that's yeah, why you know? people end up in these situations because of feelings and feelings mm-hmm. are not the determining factor. At so all. then I, I realized, I realized that like, yo, she was really, you know, falling and getting hurt. So I had to like, nah, this had to stop. Step up, like, yeah. Cause it, it's not like, if I say I love this person as a friend, I can't treat them or keep doing them or having them in this Mm-hmm. in this you know so i had to like just end things up but we still talking everything can be cool but it, it's it's stuff that you get to learn about people they mm-hmm. tell you about themselves you learn about them or they like sexually and stuff like that and you realize okay i might be the guy for you or i might not be the guy for you mm-hmm. and the more i get to know about you i'm just like well we're not fucking and i have mm-hmm. a couple of girlfriends that be saying yeah, well it looks like we never gonna fuck she's like what do you mean i'm just like i'm just not that guy that you're looking for I can tell. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no, but you, how are you supposed to not already? You never gave yeah. me a chance. So I'm just like, I don't have I've to. I've been paying attention this whole <laughs> I've time. I've been paying attention this whole time, <laughs> right? And I'm just like, to be honest, the French that we have is really good. So why, why for that? You're not fucking up, yeah. And, and I'm not that, saying, that makes sense, man. But I'm not even saying that I'm running from any and every everything, right? I'm just saying that is more to life than just fucking yeah. whatever. You know, because I can still fucking still remain friends with you, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. why put yourself in such vulnerable situations when you know you're mm-hmm. going to end up hurting that person? Because yeah. my thing is, if I can make you happy, I am going to overall be happy. It's like, if I can pleasure yep. you, that, that's that's what's bringing me pleasure. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I, I'm picky because I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't get one night stands to me. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah, and I've run I, into people who like that's what they're looking for. I'm just that's like, the, that's all they want. I don't know who related to. Like, I don't know your friends. I don't know nobody <laughs> for you. You know what dangerous that is? Yeah. <laughs> Next thing, two I show up at a family reunion. Family reunion <laughs> or something. It's just like weird. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, I feel that, but it's literally a case of you being built different, though, because the fact that you and ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all came to that conclusion when Timon said what he says, but Timon is a good man. Y'all hear that? Timon said, basically, he would rather choose not to have sex with a woman and value friendship and all that thing over sex. He prioritized all that stuff over the, the things that really matter over sex, right? Most mans, <laughs> it's like, oh, sex at whatever cost. Mans be going with people that have, they have no business being with, right? Putting themselves in all kinds of situations just for the, the nut. Literally. And I'm like, is... The nut really worth the headache, though? <laughs> is it worth all the baggage that you're going to now add to your life? Like, you're done breed off this person, and you don't even know her family. You don't know if the family going to like you. You don't know what they're going to think of you. You don't know if they're going to alter the relationship with you and that child now that you have with this person. You know, and, bro, it's like, how, how y'all end up in these positions? And it's just like, bro, how, you know? And then you find people like Timon who have sense. You're like, okay, so why other people can't have sense like Timon? You know? 
Nah, I see, okay. but I didn't always had the sense that in high school, my bros and be like, once they look good, we will go and attack, right? With the intentions of, yo, just get the vagina, right? Mm. And like, just spit all your game and the end result is to get the vagina. So we're always hunting for it, you know? So that, that's 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 the difference. Like, I feel like I grew up and I realized, bro, this is all fun and games at the end, but people, people getting hurt, you know? And you just have to realize that like a lot of people still think that when I talk to them, that's my end. end Why is your heart though? Hmm. What's that? Yeah. So what were you saying? You said that when you talk to girls, they be thinking that that's the end goal. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? The conversation that you're trying to have, or they think sex? You're trying to have sex. Oh no! Like yeah, as soon as you jump on the um the, the rip, like coming out of the pen, they be thinking, ah, this guy talking to me because he wants sex. Hmm. Yeah, so they already have this narrative going on in their brain. That's why I don't have a conversation about sex with certain people because it feels like that's the only conversation they know how to have or they excel mm. at and they're just excited about that topic. But yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't know how to talk about anything else. And I'm just like, bro, shallow. Yeah, I'm just like, so much things going on, so much random thoughts and dreams go across my head on a daily basis. And you're trying to tell me you have nothing going on in your mind or in your day at any given time of the day mm-hmm. and the only time you come alive is when somebody talk about sex, sex? trash <laughs> you know they're present please you know and i'm like yeah i know that ones it's like yeah. it's like a, or like you get in a dry conversation and they hit the so oh uh, no this used to be back in high school they'd be like so are you a virgin remember that line <laughs> <laughs> that used to be a line and a half from up but you hear a man say yo so are you a virgin that's when everything starts out the heat. Man start sweating out. <laughs> nah, I never used to drop them questions like that because I used to I used to feel them out. I used to ask questions to see if they really know what they're talking about. You know? Oh no, no, yeah, well, I'm them up, but when that hit, when you know when that question hit, there's no turning back from that point. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that that's like <laughs> a, that? yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to see if you really want to fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you but that's another him. thing too. Okay, me try this side, you know. In high school. Because of how mm-hmm. my parents used to tell me, like, um, save sex till marriage and all kind of stuff, I used to have this whole thing in my head, like, yo, if she never fuck, you're not the one. Let she go fuck somebody else. Yup, yup, yup. Because I never wanted me. to be that guy to take with something that's special or precious to a person. Yep. That I know they can never regain. Yep. And I know, like, <laughs> once once you're the person to take with that person's virginity, yep. you have a kind of lock on that person yeah there's a there's, I didn't there's want to have that much power over somebody mm-hmm. Is honestly it's it's yeah it's one of those things boss i was in two positions to do that and honestly i had the, the same mindset that i didn't want to do it actually no it, it wasn't i had the mindset but at the time i didn't know because it, mm. it was uh both of these were like in the moment type situations we had somebody crib um you know we lit you know, back room empty. One thing led to the next. We end up in there. That's 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 like the the roadmap. So like only when we got there and then things seemed to be a bit more difficult than normal. And I was like, you know, you're, you're like, hmm, this isn't. Hmm, hmm. <laughs> and you're like, I'm, I'm like, um, question. You know, and I'm like, hmm, so I was kind of late for the but uh, Are you? And they're like, oh yeah. And I'm like. And it's yeah. just like it conflicted, bro. Cause I don't want that responsibility on my hands, especially if I know that 
like especially with one of them i knew that she had like she she had kind of liked me right but i wasn't in the situation because i knew she liked me we we're in that situation because she yeah. was like one she she initiated this thing and it just kept going and yeah you just go with the i flow. was like why not you know yeah yeah just that, like, you know bro that's not? what it is <laughs> i always tell people that like, you don't fight them more like once there's a flow you just go with it and see what happens you just go with it bro <laughs> And it, yeah, and it was literally that situation where it was like, all right. So with that one in particular, it didn't happen. Um, she did get some bust on her face though, so it was there was there was some events, but it didn't go the full nine yards, right? And mm. the next day, I had to hit her with you know, shit. You really shouldn't have done that, you know, because like and now I'm like, damn. I'm I got home feeling like ah, that was a fun night. And I woke up thinking, damn, does she think that this is something else now? Right. And then I started, Bro. I was like, I was like, oh no. Like what have Bro. I done? It, that's that's the thing too, because like they'll be fought, like they get deep into those feelings, like we fucked. And mm-hmm. especially like if you fuck raw, this thing. Once you fuck raw, you're in a relationship, or once we fuck, we're in a relationship. You're just like, yeah, you need a little bit more experience. And I'm not saying I'm yeah, experienced that's... in any kind of way, right? I'm just saying where i was thinking is not where you are thinking you know mm. but yeah but back to the whole thing right like girls would always think that you know, once you start talking to them that's the end goal or end result but when i talk to people you know, that's not my end goal because i can't fuck you if i don't know you <laughs> right so i'm honestly trying to get to know you because my friends think it's weird that i could fuck any one of my friends them if they let me and i'm just like that's not how i look at it that's not how i look at it at all right yeah and it's not because you, really you still you're still in a friendship vibe no like you doing this as a friend or you're like at the end of this you ready to pull up and have a conversation about two joke tomorrow like nothing ever happened yeah and it's, i'm not trying to be insensitive of the situation that you know took place but it's mm-hmm. just like we're friends so you know it's not a whatever and you want me to tell us um something else that really be bothering me that mm-hmm. literally just slipped my mind i i just find it weird though because like a lot of people when you you talk to them, they always assume that yeah, you you want to fuck from the jump. When I'm just trying to get to know you, and there's no ill like there's no there's no angle I'm working. I'm just here trying to get to know you, but in the back of their head, they're just like, oh, he's just waiting to 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 flirt or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm a flirt if the opportunity is there. Just like if there's an opportunity for a joke, I'm a joke. Yeah. Once there's an opportunity yeah, to flirt, simple. I'm a flirt, and don't read into it. It'd be a joke yeah it's just literally you're fun. just meeting someone and you want to see what you know you're learning about them you're trying to see where this goes because you don't know what potential this friendship has exactly you don't know where this is going to end up but it's not like you're out to get something in particular you just found this person interesting and say hey i should talk to this person mm, I but I, I guess because the average man don't move like that i guess that's why they, and that's another thing like nikki me and nikki were talking yesterday um Actually, I'll I'll share my point after you share yours because you just remembered and you you lost that thought, so I'm not gonna chance it again. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like when it comes to to dating, I never understood why people saying, "Oh, if you're dating me, you should give me all your attention," because the dating process is for me to figure out do I like this person really, and I think that you should have that because like some people meet you today and start giving you all the attention, right? When you're saying, "Oh, she seems like a nice person." But Susan also seemed like a nice person. And I'm trying to make a choice here. 
I like Suzanne because she have good conversation. And I like Jessica because Jessica make me feel good. I'm mm. getting to know these two. I'm dating the two of them. But they say, oh, you talking to me and then talking to her? You're cheating? I'm like, bitch, we're not together. <laughs> I think because people, different people, dating means different things. Because you're making it seem like once I make a friend, I must lock them on my other friends. And mm. I'm not saying their options and I'm just, you know, but I need to get to know you all before I move on. And I, I, I'm not going to say, well, I'm old-fashioned in a sense, but I'm not that old-fashioned. Because I'm not going to say, you know, once I'm getting to know you, I must cut off everybody. Mm-hmm. No. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm, I just don't understand why people consider it cheating when you just... Okay, a lot of things that I always hear um, girls say is that if I'm giving you my full attention, you should also give me your full attention. So they shouldn't, you shouldn't be talking to anybody else because I'm taking the time out to give you that time. But I'm just like, so what? Oh, you know? yeah. No, I, I get that. I think it just has to be... It's honestly based off the person too, right? And nobody wants to feel like they're competing for anything. And I think that's where it, where it comes from because... If I know that you're talking to me right now, but you're also talking to the other person, right? I am going to now be more inclined, and this is just me personally, mm-hmm. I'm going to be more inclined to go above and beyond in ways maybe I wouldn't because now I'm fighting against somebody else for something as far as I'm concerned. Because I don't know this other person. I don't know what they bring to the table. And I don't know how I compare to that in, in any category at all, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's going to change the whole dynamic of my my movements my motivation it's like now i'm not even fighting for you i'm fighting for your full attention Mm. so i feel like in a sense it is on both sides it is safer so when you're dating people you date one person Mm -hmm. and just give that one person your time just so that it can be more of a genuine bond and they don't feel like it's pressured or it's like you know whatever whatever it doesn't put a bad taste in them all i think for the benefit of that that the whole one person thing is, but on a technicality, y'all not together. So realistically, if that is the situation that the person is dating other people at the same time and just weighing out their options, you can't be mad. If it's not something you want to be a part of, then it's okay to step out of it. Oh, no, it's definitely okay. You have all the right to step out if it's not acceptable for you, but you can't impose your thoughts and values on the other person to say, well, that is wrong what you're doing because no, y'all not in anything committed. Y'all are just literally on a certain level of friendship, whatever, whatever. If you gave them the perception that they were the only person you were doing it, I guess that in itself can be considered cheating because you technically did mislead the person. Because well, if, see, it, if it was that they would not have done that had they known that information, then I think that's wrong, especially if you knew that. And true. you made an effort to withhold that information because, you know, they weren't going to accept it. See, but that's where it comes back to communication. Mm-hmm. Because Definitely. if you if you if you let me know that hey, um, to be honest, I'm really feeling you. I don't know how you feel about me, but like, um, if you're willing to give this a serious chance, I'm here and I'm all for it. I'm not really giving a lot of people my attention or time, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to focus this because I feel like this is real. This is something, and I'm willing to invest in whatever this could yeah. be. You know, at least let me know. This, yeah. Give me the choice. And if I said, all right, I'm for you, but I'm still out here messing with people, then they can say, yo, I thought you just said. It's like, nah, nah, we friends. Like, 
I get it, but you're going to flirt with this person and mm-hmm. I'm not really for that, you know? Because a lot of people have, like, some weird, twisted ideas of how certain things will go, Definitely. you know? So they might think that, oh, I can still send news, but once I don't fuck, it's not cheating. Bro, that's stupid. You, you're doing some shit. <laughs> you're doing some shit. So <laughs> you know? it onto the table, shit. <laughs> so everybody have their own definition, but if y'all don't talk about it, then get in the same exactly. page terms then there's always going to be some, you know, mm-hmm. something that's just been misinterpreted between the two of y'all. And, so, and if y'all don't communicate it, you will never know. So literally the root, like literally that could be the root of a problem. And by the time you know about the problem, it's, it has already been grown out as a whole grown tree. So all you've seen is the trunks, the leaves, the everything, but you're not even seeing the roots and where that shit originated from. You check? Because one thing be literally leading to a next, you don't communicate. <laughs> Bro, and I'll be seeing friends and certain families be like, they're in a relationship and the moment they start arguing with somebody, they're just like, I can't do this. And then they leave and walk. I'm just like, what the fuck? Don't bro. you all argue and get over it and then Literally, bro. That's me, me and Nikki do not argue on them kind of bullshit. But, and bro, when I tell I'm thankful for this girl, like literally everything that I could have asked for, I have. Because I literally don't Aww. like them are like that arguing oh. scenario. So that arguing scenario, it's like when she mad and she being stubborn, I'd be like, fam, you're being mad. You're mad. Yeah, I get it, but you're being stubborn and it's not helping. And I'm trying to, you know, whatever, whatever. And then I still let her decide how we can go about this, right? You still give it up trying to be mad, but you tell her what's up. Yeah. I tell her what's up, you know, and I get it. If you're mad, you can be mad, but like this is what needs to happen because I do not feel happy. I'm not happy that you're mad, I, especially if I'm the cause of this, you know, this, you're, you're, if you're upset and I'm the cause, I have a problem with that because I do not want to be the cause of your grief. I want to be Bro, a safe space. You know how much times you have the right to be upset and you hold it down? Bro, literally. <laughs> and you know, you know you're in the right and you just take the wrong mm-hmm. just because you don't want to see that person upset or, or, and I'm just like, they don't even know. and They don't know. And that's why I say I don't do the hint thing either because I, and so, okay. So in a situation like that, where you just said like the other person don't know at some point after the argument emerged, you have I'm to let them be know. bringing it up and I'm yes. going to let you know that this is what I did for you. Not for the sake of bragging that I, just I'm out to put it let work. you know that that was happening because I, when I do things for you, I want you to know, like, it's not just out of me doing it. It's also me doing it because i knew you would have appreciated it and i need to make sure you saw it so the appreciation is given right not because i want the appreciate but so it's it's in your heart now so you see that i am putting in the work and vice versa Eject. if it's not obvious i'm gonna talk about it and it's just communicate like literally if you feel a certain way i want to know how you feel and i want to know how i may have contributed to it and if i didn't good next step how can i help you out to the situation not how can I make the situation better for you because I'm not your savior at the end of the day. I'm your partner. I'm helping you get through what, you, what you're going through because you still have your own life to live. I still have my own life to live. But we live in that together, right? And it's like everything you're still in, anything I'm entitled to as a person, you are also entitled to as a person. And I care about everything that's going on with you as a person, not in a controlling way, but I just want to make sure, you know, you're good. But, and vice versa, that's the same energy I get in response, you know? You know, that whole, you know, you pull up and like, oh, did you eat type of thing? You know, da, 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 da. oh, can I get you some, you know, like it's not some extra shit. It's like, no, nah, I want to make sure that when you're at my crib, you're comfortable. You got everything, you know, let's make some, let's, what, what, what can we do today to make you happy? 
not that I'm trying to please somebody who's doesn't can't find happiness on their own or anything because you know it's like basically there's a lot of things that you have to give um that we're accountable for on our own like you can't expect somebody to make you happy and that be the source of your happiness like you need to be able to be happy on your own before you can get into a situation where somebody else should be making you happy because they should be adding to it not being it in in like in everything you know so like all that plays into it and at the end of it it's it comes down to that communication but everybody has their their shortcomings and everything they need to work on but at the end i think the only way the relationship works is if you are my priority i'm your priority and we communicate to each other that's it that's literally the key to it all because from the time i say something if i say something to you and the first thing you do is get defensive then it's not gonna work because literally if i express something to you this made me feel this way and the first thing you do is get all defensive oh oh well nah because you're not even taking the moment to understand why what why this situation is making me feel this way. You don't you don't seem to care why that is. You're just quick to defend why you are a certain way. And I see that a lot with couples, and it doesn't happen with me and Nikki, because we kind of have the understanding that that's counterproductive behavior. Bro, and what if yeah, Nikki? It, what if all this time Nikki been just holding shit in? She just then, she just just to keep the peace. She just not really venting. What do you think that gonna affect you? Um, I would be upset, hella upset, because I have been making an effort. Cause I don't like making a fuss. You really hear me complaining about shit. Yeah, but I like, really complain about things. Yeah, I don't. I I would rather like, yeah, I'll just keep quiet. And I'm, I know me holding it in is not me bottling up anything because okay. it's not like it's going to affect me after this point. But what if I if... realize that that's what she was doing, then I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be sad. And if it doesn't work out. I would not feel responsible for it. Bro, bro, okay. What if, right, mm-hmm. you all have, like, a bunch of stuff over the, the three years that clearly, once you all talk about it, it's it's a problem, right? And you always bring it up, but jokingly. Like, say, the next time that she cooking, she dropped the seasoning. And the last time that happened, um, you told her, hey, don't hold it like that because it's going to fall and throw it on the ground. And then the cat will eat it and then die. And she holding it like she did last time. And you say, remember the cat? And then she get mm-hmm. upset. That wasn't my fault that the cat died because the pepper fall, right? But at this time, you're already over it. But you always bring it up as a joke just to get a little yeah, reaction. Yeah. But every time you do it, she just get more it's angry it. and angry. Like, what, what, what do you think you'd do at that point? Would you just stop totally? You're just expected to get over it. Oh, definitely. So it's one of those things where once I know it's if it's reasonable for you to feel the way you feel, and I know that's generally based off of my perception of it, but I'm pretty generous. Like I give you more than I think anybody deserves. So <laughs> I always give you the benefit of the doubt. But if I think that it's it's warranted, then definitely. But generally, if I see that it's actually her, if it's like nah, once it's gen, I can see for sure, or I on I come, you express that yo you're actually annoying me you're actually making me upset this is making me feel a certain way i don't want to cause those emotions for you i don't want to be the cause of that i don't want to bring that into your life so mm. yeah i'm gonna stop even if it's just all fun and games i understand that it's fun and games to me but i cannot set my expectations for myself cannot apply to you you know like for example there's 
okay, so Nikki is a person who is of um West Indian ethnicity. She was born in Jamaica, Ooh. family of Jamaican everything, I mean, yeah, but yeah. raised in North America. <laughs> I'll give you guys. Like, well, <laughs> like um raised in North America and everything. Right. So you know, like how in the Caribbean, speaking, most people have very thick skin, mm-hmm. not physically, but like like a lot doesn't bother us anything with her it's a total opposite like her her skin thin like literally if you say something a certain way like just the way you say it might make the whole situation different right watch your tone bitch (laughs) yeah i wouldn't say not even that sensitive not even not not even that's it's just like just because of how it comes across it's translated totally different Mm. it's like Instead of me giving, if I like 90% of the time, I'd just be giving advice. I'd be like, um, okay, um, for example, going to the car wash, right? Going to a car wash I've never been to in a car I'm not used to. Um, the drive through ones, I know it says, oh, you have to fold in your mirrors so that the, the, you know, the machine will scrape off your mirror. But then you're in a car that the mirrors don't fold, right? So I'm saying, okay, well, you know, be careful when you go there, whatever, whatever. Um, because you know, you know, I am you married them mash up, right? Because you know that's how we talk, right? But her, she take that as I'm saying, um, oh, so you shouldn't go because you're gonna mash up in mirrors. And yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, like she don't know what she's doing, type of thing. And I'm like, oh, that's not what I meant. I was just talking, and that's First how she off, perceived it. People and, should know the way how everyone talks because everyone talks with a surety. and it comes back to with a bunch of negativity. And the reason I say this is because everyone would be in the same situation with you and say, yeah, that's not how that thing go. And he will say it with such confidence and surety. They're like, oh, I know that. I don't know. Just say it. But he say it like if he know for sure. <laughs> and you, talking, like, my guy. You, could have, you could have that information and say, that's not how that thing work now. But he would tell you and you're like, for real? And you're like, no, I know better. That's not how the thing go. He's like, nah, man, look at it. And I'm like, no, I know how the thing works. He's like, bro, but look at it. <laughs> He, he just talks with a surety. Like, I'm, I don't know why. I bet Nikki hates that shit. And he comes with his negativity. Because, nah. Nah, it's my negativity. Just because you didn't think about the other side of the situation. Yeah, that's all y'all see. Y'all, y'all think I'm out here popping bubbles. But I'm the reason. I, I'm always happy because I never get my bubble popped. You know why? Because I know what to put in my bubble. Yeah, I just be saying what I think. And if y'all think what I say is law, that's up to y'all. But I put my thoughts into the shit I say. So if I say it, that's because that's how I genuinely feel. It is. Bro, you Until you put, prove me otherwise. You need to put some question you, marks in your shit, bro. I'm not asking a question, though. I'm saying my view. If this is my view, then what question? My, I'm not questioning my view. But my view is up. Is, is subjected to, to being changed if not I'm presented with more information. Nah, that's how you perceive it. But I understand that that's how you perceive it. And because I'm talking to you, I have to restructure it if I want to be able to communicate efficiently with you, which is the moral of the story I was telling with Nikki. Because I realized that the way I say certain things, she takes it a certain way. And I'm like, okay, but I'm saying the same thing. And I literally just say it differently. And it clicks the way that it should have clicked the first time. And I'm like, to me, I basically said the exact same thing. But just the whole way it's perceived is, is, is you know, a whole game changer. And that's something that people need to take into consideration with this relationship stuff. That's the truth. Because just the, because I thought that it's going to be perceived this way and you're not doing it, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with either of us. It just means we just need to get back into sync. 
so we're compatible on that level. Nah, everyone so, would wake you up at 12 o'clock at night and say, Hey, it's lunchtime, man. Is the sun up? And you're like, For real? Straight. Same facts. That's that's what we're coming out here with. And then you're like, No, it's dark, man. I'm like, You could at 12, right? No. And you look at the time, you know, it's 12. No sun. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Oh, my word's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for me i'm not a person who um knows how to accept a gift so and i would rather you like mm, nah don't spend that money on me man shit just save it up and do something good with it don't buy me something because i have very peculiar taste and i'm um what's the word i'm content most of the time with what i have if mm. it's something that i want i would rather get it myself so i just don't know how to really accept the gift and I feel like people buy me gifts and I'm pleased. I'm just like, thank you. But what can I really do with this? Mm. Like anything that I want to do, this has n- no part in, in playing, you know? Yeah, that's because you're very picky and strategic and anything you have is what you need for something specific. Exactly, and... yes. So I'm like, <laughs> if you're going to yeah. get me something, you could just, I don't know, give me the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But in terms of that, like when it comes to like relationships and stuff, right? When mm-hmm. it's time to give gift to your significant other, right? And you know, you're, you're at a situation where this year I got you this thing. Do you step up next year or do you just try to keep it as casual? Or you get the things that are really important or that they would really like, or you're just trying to top it each year. Because I feel like at some point you'll be out of your, your, what do you call it, your bracket of spending on gifts, mm-hmm. but then you can't, you can't just say, oh, my girl deserves this amount of money worth of gifts. You can't mm-hmm. put a, a, a boundary on it. But when do you reach your cap? Because just imagine this birthday or this Valentine's Day or this anniversary, you buy a Rolex or a car. Where do you go next year? Because you can't go down. Yeah. That's so, why I, I believe in like more meaningful gifts. And in a sense, it's, it's all boils back to knowing your partner, right? I know the things she likes and the things she cares for, the things she don't care for. For example, I like to see, I think a nice little, um, let's see a nice little, um, like let's say a necklace or something would be a cute gift, right? And I might go to my way to buy the cutest necklace ever because I think that it's a beautiful gift. But if she don't like necklaces or wear necklaces or even find them, you know, cute or whatever, then I'm who, who? What was that gift really for? It's it's me showing my appreciation, but I feel like it could have been better. Like it could have, I could have had a better effect had I taken her likes and all that stuff into consideration. So I think it's not so much the gift itself; it's it's like the the thought of the gift. You know, like why I got you what I got you. Um, is it something you you wanted? You know, the situation around it, because mm-hmm. for, like for me and her, it's the same thing. Like me and you, I I don't. If you ask me what I want for my birthday, I cannot tell you a single thing. Because I don't have the... If I want something, I typically just get it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not... And then the things that maybe I want or that on my list of things I want, I, I could never ask somebody to get me that for to a gift. Get, I'm not yeah, asking yes. you to spend, Seems you know, more than five, you know? For, yeah. Exactly. And that's just where I'm at. So, like, for me, it's like, on my end, it's like, nah, don't give me no gift. You know, give me a gift card, maybe, you know, something like, like a dad gift, at this I wanna, point, I feel like I died. I don't want a car or socks or tie. <laughs> I don't mind. No, literally, the fact that you go out of your way 
to get me to something. Get something. Yeah. I, I don't care what you got me. I literally don't care. The fact because all I see in that situation is you thought of me and, and you got the me. way and you, you you sacrifice something. I don't care how much it was. The fact is you sacrifice something. You could have a million dollars and you choose to spend 20 on me. You didn't have to, but you did. So I appreciate the hell out of that just because you did it. The gift itself, it, whether what uh, whether it will make me happy or not is dependent on if it's something I'm going to use or not. But the fact that you got me the gift is what's important to me. And if you didn't get me a gift, that's okay that's because okay I don't too. expect you to get me a gift either. I'm not looking for, it's my birthday. Okay, where's my gift? You know, I'm not entitled to a gift from you, you know? You, 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 you grace me 365 days a year with your friendship. I don't need anything from you. If I need you, I can call on you, blah, blah, blah. What do I want? You know? Bro, I know people waiting for their birthday to come around so they can see what they're getting from people. I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a wild, you know? And I, I can't even say that's wild. That's so normal. <laughs> you know, and because like, people really be going off and go, I'm like spending hundreds of dollars and I'm like, yeah, you know? And I'm like, okay, but what else y'all have to offer though? Like you know? whenever I think about getting a gift for somebody, I'm thinking back at some inside joke. Or something that I could remind them of that thing or that place that we went. Mm. I'm just like, yeah, that gonna be funny because they're gonna know exactly where this came from, you know? Yeah, a good time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And even and if it's a like a bad gift. time, it's, it's just a, a memorable moment, you know? He's like, oh okay. shit, that's that time that a tire burst out and we had to go and you know, and, mm. you know, some some memorable, just something of value to you know. Yeah, I feel that. But like, yeah, with her too, she's not materialistic. She don't care for a lot of like. You know the money. She likes stuff like arty stuff, you know, stuff like that. So it's like easy. I wouldn't say it's easy. it's not easy to get gifts for her, but at the same time, she also don't really want no gift. So she don't want you know? a Birkin. For what? Who could spend money? On, you know that that's like pointless. It's like literally. You look at that like yo. She look at it like that's pointless. That's stupid. Why would you do that? You know. It's a cold summer like, for real, yeah. boy. <laughs> you know, but it's like. I don't know. I think all of that whole the, the way we give people and how we perceive them and how we, we give that our energy. I think that's based off of what we see on TV and shit. Because Molly celebrities, you know, literally, Bro, I I'd rather gift you a good time than a gift, a physical gift. Hey, Nikki, that means the boy gonna give you dicks for 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 presents. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's cool. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> folks. Sorry. <laughs> nah, but for real. Like, I feel, I feel people be looking at celebrities and using them as room. Oh, they did this sweet thing or said this thing or dressed this. Hard. I'm just like, y'all in the same tax bracket. Plus, they don't usually last. What do you Literally, bro. About? Like, why y'all learning from people that ain't a thing, like, Check. next three years? Like, how they, was this? Uh, it was the logic. <laughs> they look at the pictures at the tweets and saying, ooh, you know, toxic mm-hmm. or this and that. Or, oh, that's so romantic. I'm just like, yeah, but couple weeks from now they get divorced or it's splitting like yep. oh my goodness how you do that person that and you all be shipping them and uh, i'm just like bro you're out to invest in other people's lives mm-hmm. and these people just doing all this for entertainment one and their attention so so short in terms of what they want because they have that kind of money where they don't have to give mm-hmm. a fuck i don't <laughs> i just have to i just have to know i just have to think of something like mm, what haven't i got her or, you know, oh, what's the hottest thing? Google, boom. Okay, that's what I get, boom. There's like no, you know. And yeah, you go off and you get all these $2 million gifts and, uh, you know, for, you know, them ungrateful. I mean, you know, I think what anyways, happened, mm. I think, I think is there must be dating, right? 
and they're like, yeah, this is my tax bracket. Oh, my tax bracket. This is like, this is how much I get paid annually, right? And they're just like, all right, if my gifts start um exceeded how much I pay a year, get paid mm-hmm. a year, I'ma leave and find somebody and start over. <laughs> so you're just oh, like, yeah, oh, I spend a hundred mil, next. And he yeah, starts yeah. over and then starts spending little until he gets up that high. He's like, oof, spend too much money in this one. Next. That's what it has to be. The reset. If, if they're reset. trying to top that shit. Unless they get rich every year. Maybe that's maybe that's the drive. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I think the, the whole thing with like relationships is you have to understand that in a relationship, you're accepting another human being for who they are. And before you get into anything serious where you can't turn back or you can't, it's not a simple, all right, well, I guess we should see other people and you move on. Before you get committed, you have things in, in each other's names, you know, all that stuff. You all need to know who the person is, you know, as a person, because this is the person you're accepting. And, and yes, like I said earlier, you can change things with the person, but like you cannot change who the person is. Like you're always going to be who you are. There's things about who, like there's just things that you can change. That's what you're still going to be you at the end of the day. You know, things you can get better at. You know, you can, if you can't cook, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you just have to learn to cook. Right. And now you're a cook at the end of the situation. So what? You're not, you're not a different person. You're just the same person, but you can cook. Right. Nonsense. I'm a different person. I eh? If I get any, if I get any kind of skills on my belt, bro, I'm stunting y'all. <laughs> Peasants, don't talk to me. Get on my level. Please. Yeah, uh, remember I told y'all why Tim Munch shouldn't deserve any power in his world. <laughs> it goes, see the trend continues. <laughs> I, know, I, control, like, I control your diet now, okay? <laughs> oh, too much my- vitamin D. <laughs> wizard. Nobody <laughs> make your, your muscles strong, but your bones brittle. Like it's 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 a headache, don't. Bro, just imagine that though. Imagine what? get like your doctor give you like this formula, right? He give you so much medicine and vitamins that your muscles and then be turn like they, they get real strong. But mm. you're neglecting your um bone, so your bone real brittle. So every time you flex, you have micro fractures all on your bones because like you're just not getting the right balance. You know, crazy that will be. Imagine the strongest man over there doing a competition. He flex and snap his spine. Well, he wouldn't be the strongest man. <laughs> Technically, he's basically a snake. No, you're saying he's breaking his stuff. You didn't say he's flexible. He's no, no, no. breaking. It's, yeah, it's breaking, but it bro. They had this one bodybuilder that broke his spine, like it snapped, mm-hmm. but he didn't feel any of the pain because his muscles was just keeping him up. So he went to the gym worked out broke his back went home sleep came back and did some more workout and then he started getting some pain after a while and went to the hospital and they said his spine snapped but his muscles were just keeping him up and going um so it's possible uh, uh, (laughs) but yeah yeah i learned that in i learned that in school I saw the videos and stuff. Oh, some some guys um from Sheridan, they were mm. like they start going to the gym, and this is me. I'm not getting sweaty to go catch bus for three hours to go wash my skin, and there's no way I'm washing my skin in this bathroom for these people because, and when I say these people, I mean people who just walk around the place in the nude. I cost them to that. I remember when I went to Winnipeg the, the other time. The wives see it. <laughs> everyone knew what I was walking into and didn't say shit to me. Okay. Nope. 
we went to the Y, this gym, and everyone's like, oh, you have to go this way and I like, change into a gym where and then you can just go work out, right? I was like, all right. He said, you can put your bags in the locker. They won't give you a key and everything. So we passed and I'm looking, I'm like, wow, this is cool. They have a pool. They have a, a court. I'm just like, this place is kind of lively, right? So we go in into the, um, the, the room. As soon as I push the door, dicks. Just dicks, Pause. dicks, dicks. Right? So now I'm just like, wrong room. So I'm about to walk or everyone push me now. This is the, the locker. So now I'm look, I'm like, oh my goodness. So now I, I'm trying not to make any eye contact. So I'm looking down at the floor, but now I'm seeing pelvises, right? So this oh. is me. God. So I'm, there's no way for me to look except behind me, right? <laughs> so now I'm trying, everyone's like, just go to the locker and don't look, right? So I'm, man's be cacking up his foot up on the benches and the floss and I can I'm like get out you're out of pocket so in this whole time this is me I feel so uncomfortable just taking off my pants to go put on my other pants right and that man's butt naked talking but and having naked, conversation but. and just do it I was just like what is this like everyone's like bro. man they be doing this since they in preschool and this is Literally, me bro. they don't know each other from preschool what are you talking about <laughs> But he said that's something that he realized when he came over to Canada too. And this is me. That's something I don't think I was ready for. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, definitely. Because them mans don't care. It's like, it's like, yeah, you're a man. I'm a man. I got dick. You got dick. But what? Okay. Who cares? Like, I'm not here for you. It's like, they don't care. It's like, the fact that we're both naked in this place together, chatting, is not a factor. There's nothing that uh, that information doesn't change anything. It doesn't make the situation better or worse to them. Nothing changes with that information. It was so weird. <laughs> that was. How did we get here, Simon? Honestly, I don't know. How long? No, it wasn't a long run, man. No, we're good, man. We're good. I'm like, oh, no, we're good, man. Oh yeah, I was telling you about college. Uh, yeah. Oh. So that man's at um the gym just working out, right? And one guy was like, how much you can bench? He's like, yeah, I can bench this much. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to bench this much, right? And then this other guy who's fairly built, he joined the arm, you know. He, um, what his name was? Um, Bradley Foot. And he was just like, bro, don't push too much because you could, like, damage yourself. He's like, no, I can't. He's like, no, you can't. You could break your spine, right? He's like, break my spine. He's like, yeah. And then he went to tell a story and then look up the footage and the video and showed me. I was like, ah. He was deadlifting? Yeah. Okay, I see that now. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, that is Papa Brock too now? Bro. snap. Bro. <laughs> and the man didn't notice until. I'm just like, you're telling me your muscle just said, let me just keep working since the bone not working. <laughs> and then your muscle just like, nah, I'm honestly real tired. So I got to ease up. And that's when he started feeling pain. Oh that's God, wild. That's crazy, bro. Like, now you have me paranoid. Like I'm just, I'm like, what do I do? Do I just not do any physical activity, or do I go build a hell out of my back just in case I break it one day? Nah, just rice and peas and and, and you know, gym. Strengthen your bones. And I don't think it's milk because I hear the human body should even be still be in milk. It's only baby. Yeah, it's it's the calcium, calcium, but calcium is in milk. I think there's other places you can get calcium from, but like from what broccoli. You know, know. That's what, that's yeah, I mean, I, I should, I should, I should know. Well, yeah. like, I think milk is the parents don't have veggie well. Come on. Hey, 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 hey. We sell, we sell, um, like, it's still milk, but it has a uh, calcium in it, so. It's still milk. milk, it's just not from the cow. It's a, it's a brand milk. milk. It's like soy milk, but like, yeah. Soy, ew. I don't know I said ew, I think I like soy. Yeah. 
you drink real milk at home? Like, I in Antigua, like if. Oh, yeah, I used to drink cow milk. And then um, mm-hmm. I used to like the one in the can, the powdered milk. And then we started uh, using almond milk. That was kind of nice for a bit. And then mm-hmm. we went to coconut milk, which I did not like. Yeah, and we went back to... What a, what a woman name from the milk can? Uh, Dutch lady. Dutch. Dutch lady. Dutch lady. On the blue one, right? Yeah. She's sick, but... Honestly, that one, it tastes good. Yeah, she's like, like the real milk, that tastes good in a can. That, that one, bang. Bang as well. Ooh, thinking about them... Take milk. I used to go on everything. Oh, I never used to do that. Yeah, I used to throw take milk on any kind of conquerors or chips, dog. I swear you even put it on bread. What was that word you just used? Conquerors. Chips. No, I, I I know that, but I'm like, I know a lot of people heard that. I was like, oh, what the conquer. fuck is that? Conquerors. Conquerors. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the like, words that they be saying. Yo, the other day I was talking conquer. to every now. <laughs> And I was telling, look, back in school, I got so fascinated with old terms, right? Like people, they used to mm-hmm. say satchel or shindig or, or frock and them mm-hmm. kind of stuff or whippersnapper or, or, you know, jive turkey and all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I remember at one point, my auntie used to always say, yeah, so we had a piece of frock, so, right? Mm-hmm. And a day, it just hit me. I was just like, I just like it. So I went to school with it and everybody was bringing back this old phrase until it got boring because too much people were doing it. But I enjoyed it while it lasted. Look, words it is, bro. It just those hit words, different. They, they literally hit different because you could use a say, just use the word dress instead of frock, and it's just dead. It's just dead. But you use the word frock, <laughs> excitement. Yeah, <laughs> you get you get a laugh or two from using the word frock, and it's it's just another word. Just another word, man. I was like, yo, these people back in the day, they went through. Hmm, how many different words can I use to explain this one thing? Oh, I like uh, this one. <laughs> and they just using it because they kind of like we use just this one too much. Let's use the new ones, you know. Let me say for, yeah, trousers, trousers, trousers. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a real word. My trousers, 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 trousers. Oh, they say um underwear because I think there's another word for underwear. Oh, uh, is there? I think so. Underwear, like like oh. for men or women. I was gonna say bingo bang, but that's just Brad Panty. But that's not bingo me. bang. Yeah, <laughs> go take off your bingo bang panty because he's just big and broad. And I'm gonna hear that one day. <laughs> Let me see. Shit. Um, draws. No, Dra- I think it's draws, man. Draws. Take off your draws. Take off your draws. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's another one. No, you I don't wash your draws yet. You know that they rank. <laughs> yeah, because people used to be funny? wild. <laughs> What's your funny? That old old word be hitting. Old people, check, yeah. And I think they know, like old people know the the comedic value of those old words because they be using them. No one actually laugh. You check, like from a grandmother, we hear people. You couldn't even make nice no one, and instead she say, "Be quiet, I'm doing something." My, shut your clappers. <laughs> Like, oh, your bat, your bite you. Are you having dingleberries? <laughs> like, wh- what? <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> yeah, so to end our relationship talk, yeah, relationships are important. Um, What's the conclusion of this, this podcast? <laughs> no, well, yeah, no, that's the end of our thought on, on the relationship stuff because I already realized we got, we had a different way. Um, Yeah, it's important for, you know, step one, learn your partner. 
Step two, you need to be understanding. Make sure you 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 set yourself and expect to give up some of you, accommodate the other person, you know, without giving up you, you, yourself as who you are, losing your morals and all that stuff. There's levels to this, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, three, engagement is key, definitely key. I say engagement is key. Communication, communication. Sorry, because <laughs> if basically, my I have. Basically, a line for communication. If you don't know there's a problem, how can you fix it? Mm. Right? So, don't ask me no more question. Communication is key. Right? <laughs> and like I said, you see it in your heart. And literally, if you prioritize your other your partner, you're making sure that with you, this person is in a safe place. You create a safe place, a safe environment where you shouldn't be stressed to go home to your partner after a long day at work. You should not be able to wait to get home to your partner after a long day of work just to sit down just to be in their presence just to you know all that stuff and literally once y'all get the part where y'all can coexist and i, I think co- coexisting is the bare minimum you know when you 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 thirst for each other not on a sexual level but like you know you crave each other constantly not to say you can't separate, you know, go hang out with each other's friends and all that stuff. You know, you still need to maintain your individualism, but still, you know, be one with the other person. And once all that comes into it, everything else can come true because your priorities are going to be their priorities. Mm-hmm. If it means that you're a person who prioritizes being ambitious and going out and making money and stuff, the other person is going to pick up on that too. And, and it's, it takes two, right? You're all a team. And if you're working as a team, everything else will come into place. If, if the one religion and stuff is more important to, to, to the, than the other and the other person realizes that and they're genuinely wanting to be better in that regard so that both of you can benefit y'all headed in the same way y'all, and y'all have the same interests y'all set you just have to be understanding caring loving and honestly yes love yeah love is blinding so you have to be aware and don't get lost in it but at the same time you have to let love guide you too because you know that's that's all we got at the end of the day sure, that's so that's so different right because you say love is blinding and people don't realize that until they come out of a relationship yeah they, they see all the shit but like yeah you, you need to keep your eyes open whole time you call it like you don't overlook shit when shit happens you point it out not to say you have a problem with everything but if something bothers you to the point where it's 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 worth you know you holding on to it then you need to communicate that for sure and that's it we'll talk on more relationship stuff in other podcasts because relationship is just life in general so it could come back up again shit everyone might be a different person you might realize good <laughs> i'm a better i'm a better nah nah he's gonna be worse guys he's gonna come back again everyone is a religion drunk and like what happened everyone communication didn't work he's like nah fuck communications <laughs> nah i'll eat my shoe before that happens <laughs> You know, I heard you can actually eat leather. It provides really good proteins. Well, it is from animals, you know, from... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I, so I if you're in the that. desert and you had leather shoes or clothing, you could survive. Um, I don't think... Would it, though? Because, like, it's been through bear processing and okay. shit to get to the form it's in now. So does it still hold those qualities or is it, like, the or like the raw leather? Once what? the chemicals outside don't kill you, the heat will or the leather will save you. So, oh, yeah, you, if you part- go into Africa, mm-hmm. wear a bunch of leather just in case the plane crash. And make sure you buy the leather yourself because if it's like a leather, 
that you got in the gift. It might be fake leather. Like you can go with the your belly plastic. <laughs> I would like to visit the desert. That's why we have to go to Dubai now. Do you want and- wait? I don't want. Here's the thing with Dubai. That's just sand dunes. Like I want to go in some deserts. I run with some giraffes and some wildebeest, bro. Mm. That's like I want more desert with like nature. More, more, yeah, with, yeah, more shit. Yeah. You might go to the desert, run into a wrong scorpion or snake. You're like, fuck. Like, like bend the car and book up on a rhinoceros. You know, eventually bro. they would be. <laughs> bro, bro, this rhinoceros. Right? This man brought this joke to me that killed me about rhinos. Yeah, I can't even, I didn't even think I could do it justice if I tell it. But hey. You gotta pull up the voice note. It was a voice note. It was what a was voice it? note just and uh, and I played it in the car and I died. But I don't know if it's still on my phone because I don't be backing up shit because I trust nothing. <laughs> no, that's funny. Well, basically, what I said, I, I think I remember it was basically because, as you know, in the Bible, you know, God said, you know, give Adam and Eve dominion over the animals. And, you know, just over the course of a couple of days, I guess, you know, Adam had the job of going through with all the animals and naming them, right? So the man look at a horse and said, as a horse, man look at the goat and said, as a goat. And the boy look on this monstrosity of a being, of this animal with his horn in his face, his big up face, and look on that is it all? This is a rhinoceros. <laughs> but the, Bro, the word rhinoceros. The, 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 the word rhinoceros. Rhinoceros. <laughs> he said it with his nose, dog. That's what happened. Rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah, when he said it, no, it really hit me. Like, yo, how the man even came up with that? He came up with that. <laughs> The man said, Rhinoceros. Bro, my creativity level had to be. This man had to look at all the animals and was running out of shit to say. And he got to rhinos and he just like, yeah, this is a rhinoceros. That's funny as hell, though. I mean, obviously, we know that man didn't speak English as the original language, but just the idea. Y'all have to have creative minds, you understand? Like, be, create your own happiness and uh, well that must have been dope though like the whole name of animals and I shit I bet evil's dying with laughter every time you name one of these animals or oh, this one honey I'm gonna call it a heifer this one a slut <laughs> you know what is my this female dog name bitch bitch <laughs> bro <laughs> this man was going on having beer funds bro just going around in circles what are the I think animals are the hop- hippopotamus. hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't think that's more, though. Bro, th- this guy was having... First off, how do you even name a sea creature? Did they come to shore? Whoa! Bus? Whale! Bus. Whoa! Shrimp! <laughs> what is a jellyfish? Ooh! How do you even know what jelly was? Bro. Bro, the Bible fake. <laughs> unless all <laughs> the names of the animals that we know today and actually the names and it was lost in history because we can't read dead languages and That's scientists just came up with new words for them yeah because yeah do you feel nah realistically did he, adam write this shit down yeah yeah like <laughs> was he writing shit down like did they was there a need for writing anything down at that time? Maybe the memories are spot on. 
because the man was living to like a hundred and three, actually three hundred or something or so. Yeah. So the man was like, nah, I'll just, I'll just remember some shit. Like nine hundred years, yeah. I like, oh, no, I just remembered everything. But <laughs> it just on. I get, you know how like they say storytelling is like a really important part of like history and stuff. Mm-hmm. How they pass like on information to generations. Yeah, storytelling. Yeah. Well, that's probably what it was. That's why they, they say like mm-hmm. language and writing was the most powerful invention or tool that humanity came up with because it's a way to pass on information from the past to the future so they don't have to fall into the same um, traps that they did. So they learn from all their experiences and stuff. So I'm just like, that is pretty impressive. It is. Like, because like, I'm thinking like, like a lot of things I'm like, bro, when God kicked them out to the garden eating, did he give them like a breakdown of how things work now that sins in the picture? Like they have to revamp them because like I know like they were walking and then they realized, oh, I stepped on this thorn. What is this? And I'm what, what, what is this? Yeah, like what's blood? What's wow? What is you this? Know? So like they have to learn everything pain. from scratch. Oh, that's wild. God's like, well, you did it. Did yeah. what? You'll see. You'll yeah, just buy your you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and God, they first thing I don't do, licky licky toe. Find the find the on the edge of the tree. <laughs> by the edge of the tree. <laughs> And then his wife turned. What happened? Lashy elbow. Pow. She get shot. Beer pain. They're like, this is sin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that's my boy discovered because he's like, you bitch. She may have any apple. And she looked wrong for the dog. <laughs> uh, that must have been one hell of a week. Oh my goodness. They literally went from best friends to like worst enemies because now there's hate. Now there's it's things it. like that. You know, check. Bro, how did they one do? thing? One thing, none of the damn food. One fruit, no, <laughs> and you use you use liquish. She get hungry. Where one? Me no jack. Just fix up some, give me. <laughs> After that one decision, she can't decide what to eat so ever I... again. She just passed that down because it's her. I can never eat fresh again. <laughs> She's like, what's for lunch? She got fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> I'll say what the word apple. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Anyways, guys, um, thank you again for listening to the Drink and Draw podcast. I hope you had as much fun listening as we had making this episode. Of course. You know, we appreciate your feedback, you know, everything, you know, reach out to us. Like I said, and I always say, you know, shoot us a message. Tell us what you want to hear more of. If there's anything you want to talk about, breakdown or just show some love, you know where to find us. All right, so it's everyone signing out alongside old man Timon. Hey, hey, old man, Mr. Terrible to you, sir. Not my bad, sir. My bad. <laughs> All right, you guys have a good week. Peace out, guys. All right, bye.